0: hey everybody so today we're talking with john coleman of real broker john is crushing it with his instagram home tour videos and today he's gonna be sharing all of his secrets and his complete playbook of how he's crushing it and building a big brand and a big business on instagram john how are you doing today John, how are you dude i'm doing great man i'm living the dream i really appreciate your time today Well, do you mind jumping in and just kind of tell me, um, tell me about some of the numbers. Let's go over some of the numbers. How long have you been doing these types of videos? What are some of the numbers that you're seeing in terms of views? And then how about leads? Leads and closed transactions. What are you seeing with your Instagram strategy? Definitely. So I've been doing this since, I think it was April
1: or May, somewhere around there, um, coming right out of the real estate video blueprint um, that kind of came about. And uh, along with that, uh, my goal coming out of that event was to grow to 2,000 followers on my YouTube and 2,000 followers on my Instagram and surpass that a little bit uh, along the way. Um, so uh, try to just kind of stay consistent and move with it and having fun. And it's kind of turning into a little bit of a passion project for me in terms of what I'm doing and what it's looking like. Same sure shirt too. You can tell that I re-
0: recorded that one recently. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. And so, it, do, do these videos? Do they do they generate you leads for your business?
1: Uh, they've started to generate some business. Uh, I don't. I think everyone thinks I generate a lot more business off of them than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have had a few people reach out
0: and have a couple closings that have happened because of them. So,
1: huge bonus for something that's fun to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. And um, I mean, it's also just building your brand and you know, getting getting your face out there. Which which I love. Yeah, very cool, man. And um, so you said you've been doing it. Just started this year. What, what's your process for filming one of these these videos? Sure. So I mean,
1: really, it's it's pretty simple. It uh, I don't go in with a bunch of equipment and stuff like that. It's all done with an iPhone and a gimbal, and I just kind of roll from there.
0: Um, it's uh, I use CapCut to edit, and really, that's okay. yeah, that's about it. And okay, so you film, you go in there with the uh, the the gimbal, and I actually have one right here. So you go in there with you, this is I've got the Osmos Mobile gimbal. Is this what you you use? Something like this? Yes, that's the exact one. Yeah, it's, it's over there. And so yeah, I do have one question. So I've been trying to do these things, and I'll hook it up so it's the front facing or the uh, the selfie camera, so I can see myself. But I notice mm-hmm. that yours are all in one take. So are you starting mm-hmm. the intro with the the back camera? Is that how you do it? correct that makes sense i was watching your videos today i was like ah that's what i gotta do I love it. All right. some people don't do them all in one page. like some
1: people will yeah. do like the intro and then split them up and i'm just a creature of habit so i, I don't think it matters and like you know there's you know it's so close it's and but it, yet it's so far like if you put it out just far up it's gonna capture you if i'm not centered i don't really care i'm not a I'm not a student of perfection. I'm
0: a student of completion. So, yeah, I love that, man. All right, cool, man. So, you, you film it all on your phone. You do one take. Um, you're using CapCut. Are you using like the free version of CapCut or is it a paid version of CapCut? Uh, I am using, I think I paid for the paid version, but I'll just leave it. And I think that you can do it all on the free version and, and you can play around with it from there. And then you record the voiceover as well. Do you record that with your phone as well? Uh, I do it on my phone. Yeah, I, I look up the mic to my phone and then do it from there. I love that, dude. I love how easy it is because so many people, like they say, well, I don't know how to edit videos. I don't know how to do this. You're filming it. You're doing it on your phone. You're doing the voiceover on your phone. Like it's it, it seems like such a, a simple, simple model. Um, yeah, very cool, man. And so you do something pretty unique when you do your voiceovers in that you're not necessarily talking about the um, you you know, a little bit, but sometimes it's more of a, a personality type of thing. Can you talk a little bit? What is what's your voiceovers look like when you're doing these home tours? It's what I feel like really
1: like sometimes and sometimes I don't have anything I want to say about the place. Like I'm recording another new construction, something or another, and it mm-hmm. looks kind of like something that I might have shot but in a different neighborhood. So why would I concentrate on like Beetle Kitchen? Yeah, like the kitchen I saw like, a couple minutes ago. What's different? Well, what about what happened in the neighborhood or a story I have from the neighborhood or something I like from the neighborhood. You can talk about that. I mean, there was one time when I just got into a full conversation about like, I, I found a really good deal on some, some Nike's and we were both real. So obviously we either have a shoe better for a foot fetish, according to the videos <laughs> came out recently. And I, I, found some Nike's trying to get it in my my shoe game up. So I'm not embarrassed when I go to rides Uh, and I found some nice ones for like 30 bucks. And so what I do, I, that's what I talked about in that video. I was like, and like pe- some people relate to it. Some people think I'm meandering on. Um so I, <laughs> people don't need me to tell them it's a beautiful kitchen.
0: They can decide that for themselves. Yeah. I I love it. I actually I really enjoy listening to your audio and it makes me want to listen to more um videos. You know, if I've seen some other people do this and like, okay, this is a four-bedroom, three and a half bathroom, it's two thousand square feet, and you know, they're just kind of talking about the house and the numbers. Here's bedroom number one, bedroom number two, bedroom number three, bedroom number four. And it does get like boring, like, and mm-hmm. I love that you kind of spice it up with your little, your narrative around it. Um, and I watched some of your, vi- your videos and then I started doing that on some of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I did one where it was like a rainy day and I was just I was talking about the rain for, for like half mm-hmm. the video. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a rainy day. I'm not letting that stop me though. Um, and I think the, and that video actually did really well, kind of changing, mm-hmm. changing that up. That's awesome, man. And what, what do you think is the best call to action at the end of one of these Instagram videos? Uh, and I'm I'm a habit a uh,
1: creature of habit. So like, you know, I, I I stem a lot of stuff back to Tyler, and Tyler said, you know, he says, "Could you see yourself living here?" Or, what do you think about this? Or like asking a question about the property. Something give it's helpful for one to make sure that people understand what it what it looks like, but also two, um, give them a question that they can answer, open ended question or maybe not even open it, it's not open it. give them an easy question and answer somewhere in there. Because if they comment at the very end and they put a comment there being like, I would love to live there, it's like, sweet, that person watched the whole video. Like They actually enjoyed it and they listened and then they wanted to answer it and they will. And then you get other people that don't like me or talk about rats or other stuff. And that's the other thing is like, I, I thought negative comments would... Um, Make me feel a little bit more self conscious, but it just really hasn't. Um, and I think it's because maybe people haven't gotten like personal with them, like dude's ugly, uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, and so a lot of times it's it's more of like you know what they don't like about it. And I'm, I'm a full believer of like whatever somebody's truth is, their truth. And along with that is. Um, you know, if someone feels a certain way, I don't know their backstory. I don't know their history. I don't know why they feel that way about this property, this neighborhood, this, that, or the other, or what's going on in any situation. And it's their right to comment what they want. So some people will ask me, I, I had one person uh, say that um, I could shoot their property if if I agree to either turn off the comments or delete negative comments. And I politely declined yeah. um, because I'm not in the business of of scrubbing comments and doing all that stuff and deciding what is okay. And not to, like, if there's something really bad that's like unequivocally horrible or just spam, like, Oh, I'll, I'll get rid of those. Or someone that's just giving their opinion. Like they have their right to opinion as anybody else. And just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it should get downgraded. So yeah. some people don't like,
0: like a piece of the that's and over, my mentality kind of of People is that hurt people, hurt people, right? If they're yeah. saying negative stuff, they got their own, demons and their own stuff going on. And like I, I, what, what I teach people about YouTube, I think there's a lot of overlap with this, I teach them one, uh, everybody thinks they sound weird on video, everybody mm-hmm. Two: everybody thinks they look weird on video. Everybody does. And three, mm-hmm. you're going to get negative comments and like, you just have to just, you know, not take it personal, you know, it's yeah. the same thing on YouTube as it is, uh, on, on Instagram. And so do you do a lot of new construction? Is that kind of a big focus of yours or do you do more resales? It's very like I try to do
1: a really good job to not be a Brad McCollum. No offense, buddy, where it's all like brand new, super luxury, long video kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I try to use the platform as a way to show options. So I don't just go up to the Ritzy neighborhood with super nice houses. I go to various neighborhoods with various benefits from price point to location and all this stuff and talk about the pros mailing pros. I don't usually highlight any cons. The pros of what I like around being around that house or that neighborhood. Um yeah. I don't concentrate on negatives of the house because what sort of I wouldn't make a lot of bad friends very quickly if I concentrated on saying anything negative about anybody else's listing. So right. I wouldn't do that.
0: Absolutely. Well that's a good segue. So a lot of these are other agents listings. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you reach out? What do you say? Like do you just send them an email, say, hey, would you be okay if I film your house and put it up on my Instagram? Yeah. I usually just I usually it's just a text and just say like, hey, it's Jonathan Coleman
1: with the Jason Martin group. Like would love to go check out your listing and make some videos of it would you be okay and a lot of people say yes especially in new construction like okay. they, they're they're itching for it so i think that they're more susceptible to saying yes uh because there is another piece of it like it the lighting might not be good in a house that you know someone's trying to sell and they haven't updated anything from the 60s and like it's a perfectly fine house But my ability to capture the cool things on camera like good bones and stuff like that is is harder um, but I, I do get written permission in some facet from any agent that I do it because just because they said I can do it doesn't mean that their client's going to like it is right. my standpoint. And if there's, if they come back and have a problem with it, at least I have to say like, well, you agree to redo it. Like I'm not, this wasn't a surprise. It's like, I didn't just go shoot something and then post it without anyone's permission. And it's their listing. It's their marketing plan. Like some people have just said, John, it's not part of my marketing plan. I'm like, I get that cool. Like you do what you need to do.
0: Um, and if you change your mind, free Jack. Yeah, no, that's all that, that totally makes sense. Um, and so I'm guessing, so you text them you get permission and then you schedule a showing for yourself. Uh, yeah. Essentially. yeah.
1: You'd think that I planned this out a long time at a time. Like yesterday, uh, it was five 45. And yeah, you know, at this point of the year, like we're losing light by six 30. And so like, I I made a decision based on location. Texted the agent. They tested back quick, and within forty five
0: minutes, I had gone to the property, shot it, and got back in my car to,
1: to start heading home.
0: Right. And and do you uh, do you ever batch these? Do you do like four or five in a day, or do you just do like one at a time? Um, it's smarter to batch them.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's a couple challenges with that. One is we have low inventory, right? So like. Sometimes I'm like itching for new inventory to come out and shoot because I looked through the other things and I didn't see anything that looked necessarily that exciting to me. Um, and sometimes it's just schedule and my lack of planning, uh, I'm trying to get better with my planning on them. So hopefully the idea is like, I can do that. Uh, my recent goal, which I failed the last two weekends was to do videos, shoot videos of, of it um, on Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. and then have start editing them or maybe like when i'm just on the couch doing stuff and then put them out um over the weekend so then i'm not eating up some of my personal weekend time or client time to shoot these because i've taken on essentially a part-time
0: job and trying maybe. to do these myself like you've been doing them now like how long are they taking you when you try to do them uh they're super easy they're so easy mm. I, I i love how you so i'm used to doing spending 20 hours, 30 hours, 40 hours, sometimes editing these long, well-researched YouTube videos. Um, I, I just, I'm publishing a YouTube video right now The things 20 minutes long. It it took me hours to film it, hours to research it. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can, I can knock one of these things out in less than an hour, total time of filming Mm -hmm. and editing. It's amazing. And, And they look cool and they're entertaining and they're fun. Um, I'd say my full budgeted time, because this is what people
1: ask like, how much time do I spend? Yeah. And I try to get one out every day. I don't accomplish it, so I don't give myself credit for it. But I say about two and a half hours from choosing to getting there to shooting to editing to posting and up. So about two and a half hours per video to do it. And I consider that lead gen
0: time. Yeah,
1: it is what it is. Um, uh, and it's fun. Like, I, I like it. And like, now I've gotten a couple of people reaching out, like requesting, like, can you come to my property? I'm like, sure, but if you hire me
0: as your agent, you'll get now a whole lot more. <laughs> um, oh, so you got people that are listed with other agents asking you if you'll do a thing in, on their house. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So I've I've created a form on the the
1: Chime website because I've started using Chime through it. Um and one of the reasons I, I reached out to you or tell you to like kind of chat is, is figuring figure out some of that stuff. Um was people can fill out the form because it's it's also kind of awkward for like I it's it's far enough away that like I nobody will be able to connect the dots. I had one where I reached out to an agent asked if I could shoot your property and they said no. And then a day later their client DM'd me and was like, Hey, could you come shoot this? Um and my my stance on that one, that's a very delicate situation. Like I don't want to get into that. So, um, I just kind of gave this the like standard, like, Hey, if, if I have some time, like, I'll try to try to work it in there and then just like go under contract, go under contract. Cause I don't have the conversation. I wouldn't have the conversation. as Asian already let me know their stance. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm reaching out to some of these clients right. to pitch this when they are, are dead. So like, and so like you have to wear two hats, you have to wear your content creator hat and your realtor hat. Cause I have created a lot of good relationships out of this and I don't want it to be a reason for a bad way.
0: 100%. And have you, um, have you thought about charging clients for let for you promoting their, their listings? Here's 27,000 followers on Instagram. Um,
1: it's been, people have brought it to my attention and like some other, like the only reason it's kind of, been noted to me is is one like I, I do know that i get more views than some other things that do charge and go out there and do Man. and two is um you know it might not be that i choose that property or something that i really want to go highlight yeah. so if you want to make it do so um i'm not against it i don't know what that would look like and it, that starts to feel a little bit like further along than I ever considered myself being in this whole thing. So it's like a conversation in my head that I just haven't really grappled with as opposed to I'm doing this because I like to do it and I also don't want to, I don't want to get in a spot where someone feels like they paid me and didn't get what they paid for and right now the beauty of what I do is I answer to nobody. Right, like, I do what I want to do, I talk about how I want to talk about and if they don't like what I talk about, like I haven't had anyone request to take down the video yet but I, it'll come one day. Like someone's gonna be like I don't like this. Take it down. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Cool.
0: Yeah, I love it. And so you said that you try to post every day, once a day. And so you're filming pretty much once a day, pretty much most days. Sort of like yesterday I shot two.
1: Yeah. Well, what happened yesterday is I went to go shoot one because I knew it came up because the agent texted me. I was like, hey, you're going to like this one. Go check it out. And I was like, I think I'm going to like that one. I'm going to go check it out. And then I realized that they weren't actually launching until Thursday. And I was like, Oh, I can't post this one tonight. So I need to get another one. So then I shot two yesterday. So like today I have a relief that I don't have to go shoot anything per se, but I'd better take some time to figure out what I'm going to shoot over the next couple of days. And I'm starting to add a little bit of a stride of what, um, have agents actually reaching out. so like I had someone reach out, uh, yesterday about like a cool $2.5 million listing downtown that they want me to come take a look at and stuff like that. And, It's the unsuspected, we talked about about it for a second, the unsuspected benefit of what's been happening so far is um, the relationship with agents has been a whole lot stronger than I anticipated it being. Like some people just, I've done it and they might follow me and they don't really care. And they're just like, yeah, you shot my property. Great. Cool. Fantastic. Other people are like, that's really cool. I like what you're doing. And then we start to get into conversation about more than just the video of like what's going on and, and all that. So it's, um, it helped me win a deal at one point because somebody hadn't seen my videos and liked them and thought that I was a nice guy. And that's the whole deal.
0: I love it, man. Yeah. Very cool. And how do you get, um, I'm, I'm fairly new to Instagram really, but how do you get your mm-hmm. thumbnails like this, to show, the, the, the price and the, the, the city?
1: Uh, you, there's, there's an option to change the thumbnail when yeah. you are. Uh when you're in the screen where you're adding the text at the top, there's like a button where you can change it thumbnail. Mm-hmm. You can either scroll it to like pick the frame, which you probably like you do YouTube shorts, I assume at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, you pop up on my YouTube all the time. So yeah, you, you do that. Um the uh you also have the option to upload something? So I'll usually I'm let's let's be honest here. These are not Picasso thumbnails. Like people that look at thumbnails day in and day out are probably vomiting on themselves, but they're consistent and right. you know what you're getting if you look at them and if you want to look through and you're like, oh man, Eckington, I, I live in Eckington. I, I want to see it gives you a reason to kind of kind of click on it. So right. Okay. And just consistency. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cool, man. I, I love it. Um, yeah. And so you're uploading you upload this, I'm guessing, to uh like Facebook and um IG and YouTube Shorts and TikTok. You're doing all four platforms of these. You said Instagram,
1: Facebook, uh, TikTok, and yeah, YouTube it. shorts. Uh, yes. And I the one I had the question, like, I think it pulls it over to my Facebook because I have the button pushed. Yeah. But at this point, it's just like, I feel like it's all like our parents' friends on Great. Facebook. So <laughs> it's a changing demographic. It is. Yeah. And they like it. And like, I don't get any views on those. Like Those ones, like, it looks like nobody's paying attention to them because they're like, i'll get like a couple like thumbs ups from like you know some friends and stuff like that like maybe one comment as opposed to like if you never knew what was going on on instagram with it you'd click on the instagram you're like wait people are actually watching these things so and that's interesting and now i'm trying to crack into the more of the youtube ones because uh my intention is to to grow my channel further and uh to kind of really start to blossom that a little bit more i i I've still generated more leads from YouTube than I have from Instagram by a long, long shot. And so even like, still like huge leads right now from YouTube that I've created a while ago are still more consistent than what I'm getting on the short term content. Wow. Wow. And like my intention is like, that's going to change and I'm creating kind of a database, but like, uh, I've been playing with some of the, if you go to the shorts, actually, um, I've been playing with some of the verbiage in there. And although oh, one last night isn't doing as well, but like the few before there where I started changing the verbiage. Like I started to actually get some traction on them for it. those ones. I can't upload the th- them thumbnails, but I don't overthink it. I just, I pick them at shot and go from there. And I've played with the wording on there, which as you know, the SEO for YouTube is so much more important than, than the other platforms for how it's pulling and what it's looking like. And that's the sole reason that I've been able to pull over that 2,000 subscriber mark, which has been awesome um, because there you go. My well, the last couple of videos were a month ago, and that's too long. Like, My goal was to have them out weekly, and that's still my intention. I just need to get into another
0: rhythm with
1: that. Maybe you can help me with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's really interesting. So you think you get more business, closed transactions from your 2,000 subscribers on YouTube than you do from the 27,000 followers on Instagram? Currently, yes. Yeah. I, that That is actually pretty consistent with what I've seen from other agents as well. Like that actually is pretty normal. I've seen agents with 500 subscribers who are making a full-time income, you know, closing mm-hmm. 15 deals a year from, from YouTube.
1: That's great. Yeah, I mean, we had a person that we were, um, we, had, we had an event yesterday over at Alamo Draft House and we had some different people that ex, were expertise in, in different areas. And I got into a conversation with a couple of people that were in attendance afterwards And we were talking about this very concept and, you know, where should you start posting and how should you start posting? I still really believe that YouTube is the best. You're not going to go viral, which everyone's like itching to do. Like everyone wants to get like thousands and thousands of views and that can be cool, but it doesn't necessarily lead to it. And a lot of that is like people interacting. You don't know why they're interacting, how it's going. And that's what pushes it further versus when people go to YouTube and they search, then they are ready to learn yeah. when they are there. Like when your video comes up, as long as you're the best thumbnail and a handsome looking dude, like yourself, like that, like, and you get that point across that, like whatever they clicked on, that's what they're going to get in that video. They're more likely to sit through 10 minutes. And then as long as there's a good call
0: to action there, you have the benefit of potentially earning them as a client. Yeah. hundred percent, man. I, I love it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, this is pretty consistent. What I've heard from other, other agents as well, that Instagram is a little bit better for like brand building almost. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I did an interview with, with Jeremy Knight and he's doing he a lot of Instagram content. He's up to like 5,000 followers. And he says that it, it's mostly real estate agents on Instagram that are following him. Um, and mm-hmm. that it mostly is to connect with other, other real estate agents. And so like, Yeah. I mean, I think for you, like there's just other business opportunities, you know, you can connect with other agents, you're building your brand. Um, and I think, you know, other opportunities I've heard Tyler say that, um, or I've heard somebody say that he's been offered, um, thousands of dollars a month from builders to do videos about that community, you know? So there's just kind of other business opportunities that I think can emerge once you have. Makes sense. He's a media company, right?
1: Like, you know, and he's got connections and followers. And even for the builder, like, even if it's just agents that are following him, which it's not, like, it's a lot of different people. Like, who do you want to know about that development? Agents. Like, you want them clamoring over what he's doing and being like, oh, shoot, Sally and Bill have been looking at that area. Why didn't I know about that stuff? And then, then they take it over. So, like, it's, I think it's one of the best spends somebody can
0: do to hire someone like that. So to do it, well, you can either pay for it or you can create it. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, once you have an audience, there's just a lot of different ways to monetize that audience. You know, um, and I, I think like for you, like you're up to twenty seven thousand followers on Instagram. What happens when that number is a hundred thousand followers on Instagram? People will will pay you anything to get in front mm-hmm. of your audience, and that's really where it gets those other business opportunities. I think um, that's kind of yeah. I, I always see. I've always looked at Instagram more as a marketing play than like a lead generation play, you know, yeah. and same thing with YouTube shorts as well. I see that more as marketing um, than necessarily lead generation, I guess. But cool, man. Well, look, I really appreciate your time. Um, and I, I'm going to see you at the real rise. Are we going to be at the rise conference? The real broker rise. We're going to, we're going to be rising right out. I hope you got your glow outfit ready for some dancing and some fun. And we'll, we'll
1: have a good time.
0: I'm ready, man. All right. I appreciate your time, John. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Bye.